Welcome to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. The music today is called Butterfly, which is the lead in for today's show because it's all about transformation. The song by Chris Gibson, who happens to be Dina Marie's cousin, is playing. Um, it, he actually had the honor of playing with King Crimson for a period of time. How cool is that? I hope you enjoyed the song. You'll continue to hear it throughout the show and at the end of the show. Today, I'm just absolutely thrilled to have my guest, Sandra Wallen, on the show. She is a Psych K teacher and trainer, and I had the honor of attending her basic Psych K class last weekend, and I saw a major transformation in myself in the past three days, and I knew I had to share this information with my listeners. Psych K is a life-changing process, which you'll learn more about, for anyone who experiences it. And Sandra moved into this world of belief, belief change psychology in 2008 after a writing accident, which she's going to tell us about. It left her unconscious and broken. And she began to use Psych K belief change process on herself and found her healing progress exponentially. She knew then she had to do all she could do to help others do the same. So in honor of Canada Day, I'm actually really thrilled that it's Canada Day. I'd like to welcome our neighbor from British Columbia, Sandra Wallen. Welcome to the show, Sandra. Oh, thank you so much. What a fun, a fun introduction. And I love that the title of the song is The Butterfly. That's so beautiful. Thank I you. know, right? Transformation in the butterfly. And you'll learn mm -hmm. more about this today. But let's start with your story. Start with your journey about your accident and how you kind of ventured into Psyche. Well, I had, as so often happens with me, many of the gifts in my life come through horses. And a horse friend, actually, from Washington State, not too far from you, from La Conner, nice. was telling me about this program, this, this course called Psyche. And at that point, I was a school teacher and school counselor, and I had a private practice and young daughters, and life was full, and horses and all of that. And I just kind of kept putting her off because I, number one, life was, I felt like my life was really good and beautiful. And I didn't have a whole lot of free time in that beautiful life. So to take a whole weekend off to go and take a class just didn't feel important to me at that point. And also, I felt like my toolbox was pretty pretty full and pretty rich. So I was content, so to speak. You know, and I can relate to that. I, I just want to mention because I'm trained in so many modalities and I kept hearing about say, okay, and I'm going, oh, someday it's not mm -hmm. right right now. It's mm -hmm. what's it going to do that I don't already have. So I, I understand completely. Oh, what, oh, what is it going to do? Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, yeah. now what the, what the possibilities are and we don't know what we don't know. And Rob Williams, who's the originator of Psyche, would say that it has a really specific frequency and it doesn't have a huge marketing machine behind it. It's really spread through word of mouth and through stories and through miracles and magic and wonder in terms of how something that people may have struggled with for two months, two years, 20 years, 60 years can be transformed so quickly. So we'll understand that in a little bit when we talk about the power of the subconscious mind and how important it is to learn how to befriend it and speak its language. Uh, yeah. So continue on with your story. Sorry to interrupt. Sure thing. No, that was, that was a great. So Connie kept telling me to go. And, and finally, there was a weekend that I was free. This was October of 07. And a class was happening in Vancouver. And I thought, even if it just gets her to stop pestering me about it, because she was being very persistent, I thought that would be a good thing. Yes. So I went and I took the took the course and I really enjoyed it and I started to use it with the students on my caseload in the in the school district as well as with the folks that I had the honor of being able to work with in private practice. And miracles were happening and I don't use that word lightly because things that people were struggling with and and students like learning disabilities that were supposed to be rock solid and don't get me started on 
the injustice we do to to our children in the school system with the labels that we give them. But transforming learning disabilities, behavioral concerns and conditions and interference patterns that were happening in school, bullying, um, being able to create relationships and solve problems in beautiful, peaceful ways. These were things that were shifting just after, not even a session, after just one balance, which is what we call the process that we use in Psyche. So that was swirling all around me, this incredible landscape of transformation as you were talking about. But again, life was pretty good and I wasn't using Psyche with myself. Uh, it wasn't until this this day in, in May of 08 that you referenced in terms of the riding accident that um, I, I was up in the mountains here, up in Merritt, for those of you from Washington probably know where that is. And I was out riding my young horse for the very first time. He'd been up there getting trained to be my mountain horse. And my dear, dear friend Ainsley was there with me. And the trainer, of course, was with us. So all three of us were out on this glorious spring day up in the mountains. The sun would you know, sparkle off the lake. And the little river, little creek was running into the lake. And... And uh, the trainer crossed the creek at this one particular spot. And my intuition said, no, don't go there. But my head said, so this is a whole other conversation. My head said, no, she's been riding up here for years. She knows where to cross the creek. So I encouraged Kyron to follow and go through the creek there. And unbeknownst to me or him, there was a stick kind of underneath the surface of the water and when he stepped into the water the sti stick poked up and hit him in the belly and he just lost it. Now for horse folks I was riding in a treeless saddle probably not the smartest thing to be doing at that point and so when he leapt out of the creek and he hit the trainer's horse my saddle tipped sideways and I ended up being underneath him as he galloped down the lake and my girlfriend said I looked like clothes in the dryer that I, I just kept getting um, churned around and churned around. So certainly uh, lost consciousness and when I came back to consciousness the realized that my body was broken very very badly and I had been stepped on and bruised. I lost most of my hearing actually and that was when I got home from the mountains I started to use the Psyche processes with myself really for the first time. What I discovered was I didn't have the foundation of beliefs to support my body's ability to heal. Mm. So every every statement, every, every goal or desire I had about my recovery, certainly there was subconscious stress associated with those goals. And so I began to use Psyche to transform that subconscious stress. Number one, the trauma of the accident, certainly, but also then to essentially re-script and also download new programming into the software of, of my mind to be able to support my body's recovery. And the doctor said I, I shouldn't be able to recover my hearing, that it would be damaged for the rest of my life. And certainly uh, I did. And they didn't understand why, and they... They said that well, that's not possible. I, lo I love that. The word impossible has I am, I'm possible in it. So I love the reframe oh, of that. I love that. And it just, it, it, the, whole, the whole body, the whole landscape of my physiology transformed. And our dear friend Bruce, Bruce Lipton talks to us about how when we change our beliefs, we can change our biochemistry. And that certainly has been my experience, not with just the riding accident, but with many of the folks I've had just the blessing of working with over the years and also my own <laughs> continued journey into road bumps along the way. I think uh, maybe I need to needed to have an opportunity to not just think about Psyche K and understand it from an intellectual perspective, but life certainly has given me opportunities to to really embody the process so much so that it really feels like it's part of my DNA and it's just how I think and feel and engage with the world. So that was a very significant turning point for me because it was at that point, because I am, I was a school teacher for 22 years and I really love uh, teaching and learning. And I thought, okay, I have to understand Psyche well enough to teach it. And in, uh, so, so that was May. 
And then towards the end of May, as I started to come through all of that, I, I thought, okay, how do I go about doing this? So I made the applications, got all the paperwork, everything I needed to get in terms of, of that in, in order. And in July of 08, I was down in Colorado being certified to teach Psyche. And I haven't looked back. I've been, so what is that? That's 14, it's almost, it's almost to, the, to the dot, actually. 14 years teaching this process. It's taken me all over the world into the most amazing circumstances and, and environments, met the most wonderfully amazing people. And look forward to continuing to do so. And you being one of them, Marla. Oh, I love How it. fun is that? I was in heaven, actually, when I found your class. I had decided it's time for Psyche. Something just kept saying Psyche, Psyche. So I signed up for her course. And she's right here in Vancouver, but it's an online course. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, I could just jump across the border and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty much life-changing more I have some powerful tools and this is tool beyond anything else and so just that it helped you in your healing process and then you talked about the words you use because what we tend to do even though it's with good intents and we might be positive thinkers we tend to say things like or the doctor might say you know you have four months to live well that thought Mm -hmm. lives in your head Mm -hmm. And that thought becomes your emotions, which becomes your behavior. And you line up with that belief. And so we really need to change the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we allow doctors to talk to us. And, um, you know, if a doctor ever told me that, I'd tell him that I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'd find someone else. That's not the way to do it. But so basically, were you injured in May? Back in it, back in the riding accident, mm-hmm. severely, I severed the ligaments in my knee, chipped my vertebrae, fractured my pelvis, so lost you- my hearing, um, had concussion, what they would call a concussion. Uh, and for me also, the physical injuries were one part of it, but the emotional, the, the trauma of that is significant. And, and the what and for whatever reason the specialization that seems to have found me and encouraged me to be able to share is working with folks who have experienced trauma whether it's kind of that to that degree or not what we realize is all of us are living with some level of stress in our environment surrounding our especially you know goodness sakes the last couple years that globally we've been dealing with and to be able to use the process. So I'm sort of one of the tools that's in the toolbox is EMDR, which is the go-to, especially in the United States for folks that are returning from overseas that have been uh, in, in war-torn environments, um, first responders, <clears throat> excuse me. And I just don't use that in, in, anymore. Well, really hardly at all because I learned Psyche so quickly after I had studied and, and became certified in EMDR. I love the Psyche processes because they are so honoring and so complete. And I don't know if you, at some point, if you want to tell me, want me to share any stories around that, I'd be really happy to. It's just the most, because the subconscious mind is at a minimum a million times more powerful than the conscious, excuse me, when we use the subconscious mind to create change, change occurs. And very, very quickly. Yeah. And completely and elegantly. And often in a way that doesn't re-traumatize, which is so often the case we hear with so many of the of the trauma modalities that are helping people move from one place to another through transformation. If we want to come back to the butterfly, what's really going on inside that chrysalis is a complete dismantling, a complete melting away of the original form. And we become totally dismembered. And then all of those building blocks are reorganized. That primordial ooze kind of reformulates itself and we turn into something new. And I think that on on the one hand, this is exactly what's happening with Psyche, but it's exponentially uh, fast. So we, yeah. we don't need to go through a long duration of of the experience of being in the chrysalis, we get to emerge quite quickly. 
and spread our wings. And I I think the key with that is a lot of people go through a lot of pain and trauma and abuse and whatever in their life, stress in my case, and you kind of carry that. And then when you start to work on it, you, you kind of are rehashing and it's like, brings it alive again. And what Psyche does is like a shortcut in this whole thing. It like takes that trauma, that abuse, those things and shifts it quite quickly. And when she says quickly, we mean quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> minutes, Six minutes. Yeah. Instead of hours or days or months or decades or decades. Yeah. Or, ne- or never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that sit in that. And I know I've done so much for my own healing process. And I love that you use this in yours. And I had my techniques, but when you learn that you are actually in charge of your own body and when you can use tools like Psyche and some of the other ones that we both know to begin to heal and manage your life, it's, it's almost like you're changing your belief system when you're working with the unconscious mm-hmm. and that changes your life. And I, I titled the show that because really what you're doing without overthinking it is you're quieting this voice in your head that tends to drive you through life and moving you into a place where you're making a little bit more conscious decisions in a sense. Well, that driving force is the autopilot of the subconscious mind. And it's in playing the programs forward that it learned all along the way. Exactly. So this is a perfect time for a break. And so you're listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. My guest, Sandra Wallen from Psyche from Vancouver, celebrating Canada Day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushagani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Thank you for listening. I'm Marla Williams with Love Living Life on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And I'm talking to Sandra Wallen from the Vancouver, BC area today about Site K. And we've kind of covered it in very broad terms in the first part of this show. But what I want to do, Sandra, is have you kind of explained to our audience what Site K is. You know, it's kind of a unique combination of physiology and kinesiology, but can you explain it in a very common way? Uh, very easy language for everybody to understand. In a nutshell, Psyche K is about aligning our conscious goals with our subconscious beliefs and programs. So when the subconscious and the conscious mind are pointed in the same direction, 
things can happen, transformation can happen almost instantaneously. And I think what's important on that is to understand that our unconscious is built on things that we've heard and experienced our whole entire life from the womb on. And mostly when we're really young and we're kind of auto-programmed and that becomes our belief system and we don't even realize it. And so this tool helps bring that together with your conscious mind. So you're actually making conscious decisions. Well, and making conscious decisions that are supported by this massive engine, so to speak. If you want to think about the conscious mind as, I don't know if you remember watching cartoons when we were little, but there'd be that little railroad car that had a teeter-totter kind of push bar on it that people would stand on each side and through that willpower and that muscle and blood, sweat and tears, they could get that little cart to move slowly down the tracks. Well, the subconscious mind is like a nuclear powered locomotive. And imagine that it's on the same track or even on a different track. So what we want to be able to do with willpower and affirmations and, and pushing, pushing things forward is using the conscious mind. If the subconscious mind's not on the same track, number one, but also not pointed in the same direction, it becomes very difficult to achieve and transform or move from where we are to where we want to go. And I, I, I like that an analogy because people can kind of understand the, the weight of what it is that we try to move uh, with. And, it, and as soon as we align, as soon as the subconscious mind then supports or is is pointed in the same direction as the conscious mind then you've got the leverage of that power moving you forward the autopilot part just like what you said those first six or seven years of life and certainly in utero we are receiving the environmental downloads from our mother and from the environment that she's living in those are profoundly affecting the programming that we automatically play throughout the rest of our lives. Sometimes people will say, oh, well, you know, the subconscious mind is below our level of conscious awareness by definition. And certainly that's the case. And if we want to know what's in the subconscious mind, really our life is a reflection of our beliefs. So if we look at how are our relationships, how, how are, is our career, how is our health, and even more specifically than those generalities, then we're able to then see reflected back to us what programs were emanating out. So it's really not that much of a mystery on the one hand in terms of what, what programs are stored in that database. The mystery is how do you change them if they're ones that aren't working? If, if the program you plugged into your GPS is always crashing you into a wall or taking you into a dead end, how do you get onto life's carefree highway? Little, little shout out to, to Gordon Lightfoot, Canadiana, and, and get, get moving along in a way that's really effortless and joyful. And where you arrive, no matter where you are along the journey, it, it's just bliss. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that analogy. I love the train. I love the concept because the unconscious mind, even though it seems to be kind of underground or below, it's actually running our lives. And when we're able to do this work, we take control of our lives. You know, it, many people I know that I've coached say, I'm starting to see me. I'm just like my mom. Well, mom probably said that about grandma and grandma probably said that about her mom and mm -hmm. just take it all the way back. All these belief systems have not only been passed down through generations, but then it's just really ingrained in us when we're very, very young. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to recognize that you can actually take control of that, you don't have to be your mom, you know, whether she was a kind person or a yeller or whatever she might've been, or you don't have to be your dad you can choose to create and live the life you want to when you use these tools. And what I love about Psyche, in the basic training, a person can do this for themselves. You don't have to go to somebody to use Psyche. You can learn the tools and the methods. Absolutely. I've even taught it to a grade, a group of grade eight students in the school district I used to work in, all the way up to an 85-year-old gentleman. And it's really accessible for everyone to learn and to be able to, it, it's easy to learn 
you know, people think that we have this belief culturally and societally that that if something isn't complicated and complex, then it's it's not worthy of our time, or it certainly can't create massive shifts and changes in our lives. And it really is like Katie debunks that myth. It really is that simple. And Einstein even will have a, a little throwback and an homage to him in terms of his statement that we want things to be as simple as possible, but not simpler. Mm-hmm. This is what the psyche processes are. Yeah, and what I love about psyche is it's really steeped in real science. It is. There is a lot behind this that is supported by science. And I'm one of those people, if I'm learning a tool and using a process with a client, that I want to know that there's some science behind it, that it works, that it's measurable, that you can see the results. And with psyche, it's pretty instantaneous. Let's talk about the school kids, because I really love that. You've taught as young as what, eight years old or, or I think. You well, said... grade eights in terms of, so they'd be 12, 13 in okay. terms of learning the process, but in terms of working with students, uh, usually around eight years of age is about, it's when the prefrontal cortex starts developing in a more robust way so that they can stay present with mm-hmm. the actual transformation process, the bits and pieces of the, of the steps. Can you share some of your stories about some of the children? Because this is really big when it comes to learning disabilities and other things that kids face as young age and the labels they are given, which you and I both struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so share some of these stories because this is powerful, moms. If you're listening to this and you have a child that is struggling, listen in. This is important. One of my favorite stories, and I tell this all the time because it's just... And I don't know if I can get through without tearing up because it's such, it's so beautiful and profound. And this uh, this young gentleman, he was eight. And at that point, I was the school counselor at the school. And the beautiful part about that was this school was the administrator for the school had won the Order of Canada for Education. So this was a very forward-thinking school. We had um, people, administrators, people that were interested in education and pedagogy literally coming from all over the world to try and find out what is what were we up to what were we doing at the school that was making it so such an incredible environment for learning part of that was certainly creating whole brain environments for students which which psyche does in terms of the the process that it uses and this harkens back to educational kinesiology and brain gym by Denison, you know, these principles are, are kind of universal in that way through education. So this, this young gentleman that I was working with, he, he came down to, or was sent down to my office one day, and he was just, his face was red, he was crying, he was angry, and he had gotten into another tussle on the playground. And one of the things that our administrator used to say to the students and to the staff and to the parents was she used to pretend she had a magic wand. And we actually made her one because, you know, it just was so beautiful to watch her walk around the school (laughs) with this wand. And she used to tell the students and all of us that, you know, our dreams can come true. And what what wishes do you have for for the day? So I said this to the young man. I said, if you could change one thing about school that would make it a place that you love to come, what would you change? And he kind of blurted out, well, I want to be able to read Mrs. Wallen. And he was crying and angry. And I said, okay, what kind of reader do you want to be? He says, I want to be a great reader. And I said, okay, beautiful. So we muscle tested that statement, applied kinesiology uh, using that. And with the students, with especially with the, the boys, they love to arm wrestle as a muscle test. So, I, so we got our arms lined up on the desk and he said that statement and so we muscle tested. And sure enough, there was subconscious stress associated with that statement. So we did a Psych K balance, just took a minute or two and we were done as kids are they they don't hold on to things in the same way we were done we went down to the gym and shot some hoops and a couple weeks later i got a call from his teacher and that was after school and he said you know i've got an email from this boy's mother and you need to come down to my room and he had this very stern tone in his voice and i had gone to high school with this with this teacher so we had a, a lovely relationship already so i thought okay 
what what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> oh. What kind of trouble is he getting me into? Let's go figure this out. So I went down and he read the email to me and it was, you know, I'll just su summarize the gist of it. It was the mother writing him to saying, Dear Mr. I, I can't thank you enough for giving me my son back. He said, I don't know what you've been doing with him at school, but when we go into the grocery store now, he's reading the signs in the groceries. He wants to go to the library and get books out and have me read to him. And even more exciting, he wants to read to me. And he's having his little friends over from school and he's being invited to other people's homes. He says, it's just a miracle. I don't know what's happening. And James turned to me and said, this is your fault, isn't it? And I said, I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so. And, you know, there he is out in the playground running around now with his little posse and reading in class and just this little leader, this little grade three young man leading the way. And all it took was transforming one belief, I am a great reader, and how the system had given him that label that one crushed him. But the underlying, the subtext to the story was this family was in so our version of witness protection. So he had witnessed his mother being taken to the edge of near, near death through violence in the home. And they had been on the run and on the fly. And the, 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 of course, <laughs> when he goes for a reading evaluation, <laughs> it makes sense that that he's not going to be able to perform at a level that that maybe his peers would be able to because he wasn't dealing a life uh, that his peers were dealing with. So also transforming the, the stress of, even though the representation was, I'm a great reader, that shifted so many other things in his life. And this is an example of how we are <clears throat> not just we are but our belief system is so interconnected and how we could balance for for example with another friend of mine who had suffered with migraines for 50 years uh, the balance that she ended up the statement she ended up balancing for was related to spirituality and when i said that I said, does this make sense to you and you could see the light bulb go on for her and she goes oh my goodness she said migraine started my migraine started when i was 15 and that's when I told my parents that I no longer wanted to go to church with them because I just didn't resonate with the doctrine. She goes, I felt then that I, ha I separated from my spirituality. Even though I'm a very spiritual person, I felt like I, I couldn't do it in that way. So that's always been a disconnect for me. So when she reconnected with that story and transformed the, the stress around it, but also reassociated into her relationship with how she defines spirituality. She hasn't had a migraine since. And that was when I very first learned Psyche. So that would have been back in 2008 or nine. And both of those stories are so powerful. I think what's important to understand here, it doesn't matter what you're suffering from, what your child is. I mean, the example of the child is a good example of the child is wasn't had this anger inside of him because he couldn't read he didn't feel confident he didn't feel he had experienced all these things in life but that one change changed every everything it changed his life because mm -hmm. now he believed in himself he was excited he could read he never lo no longer felt bad or stupid or mm -hmm. whatever the case might be and sometimes it's just that one thing sometimes it's more and I say Psyche is a lifelong process. It's a journey yes. and that you're never done and that you start with the one thing that may make the big change, but you continue to improve your life for the life of others. I, I want to take this because you mentioned how this child was in witness protection and how he had suffered so much from what he went through, but you've also worked with prisoners in the prisons. Mm -hmm. And to me, some of the stories you've told from that are powerful. Can you share one story about that before we go to break? Absolutely. Well, the reason that I was in the in the prison system was because of our dear friend, Dr. Bruce Lipton, asked me if I would go and teach Psyche there at the local maximum security prison here where I live. And I've, I've been blessed now to be in there four times and in the minimum prison once, minimum security once. And interestingly enough, some of the men that were in the maximum system who were told they would never be able to achieve parole are now 
living and thriving in the minimum security prison. So this was supposed to never be possible. So that's a, a, a quick example. One gentleman, he came up, it, when I was demonstrating, because I, I taught the class in the prison, but it was in micro bits, because you can't go into a prison for the workshop, the date, like a regular workshop schedule. So it's kind of when can you get in, when does the when does the openings allow? So it was taught in in pieces to be able to support their attendance. So I shared and used a, a demonstration of how to transform this perception of stress into a state of peace, which, which is what we call it in Psyche, and asked if anyone would be willing to be my partner to show people how it would look and what the experience would be like. And again, none of the details were spoken about or talked about because this is something that the men in the prison system certainly do suffer from is every new person who comes in they have to tell this horror story again and traumatize themselves or numb themselves out more or anger themselves more and then also then the effect that it has on the people that need to listen or hear that story so they were delighted and unexpectedly surprised that they didn't have to talk about what it is that they wanted to transform. So we did that during the demonstration, and this was a young gentleman anyway, but after the balance, he looked like years of stress and like the deep chasms in his face, they all softened and the light in his eyes came was brighter and present. And then it was the end of that part of our segment. So I went home and I came back, it was probably a week or so later. And he came running across the yard saying, Sandra, Sandra, I have to tell you what happened. You're never going to believe it. Well, I hear that so often in psych. People say, you're never going to believe it. Well, I, oh, yes, I will. I'll, I'll believe it, I promise. He said, I slept for the first time since I've been in prison after we did that balance. And I've been sleeping ever since. And, you know, all the reasons that would contribute to, to that, I'm sure we can all imagine. So the blessing of sleep, the gift of sleep. And I think what's important here in this story, if you missed it, is people that were told they'd never be out of maximum uh, security prison are in, what did you call the other? The, the minimum security prison. Minimum security prison because they've changed how they're operating in the world mm -hmm. because of psych k it's extremely powerful and i love that you can actually sleep as a result of maybe going through psych k and i think that's big for a lot of people with the stress in the world today so you're listening to love living life with marla williams on lift your spirits radio don't go away we'll be back right back with more Do you feel stressed, exhausted, or burned out? Would you like to identify your unique warning signs and know what to do? Are you ready to learn how to calm your system and increase your energy so you are healthier, happier, and more productive? Learn from an expert. I transform my life from burnout to bliss, and you can too. Go to MarlaWilliams.net, click on Learn, and sign up for my Burnout Prevention Formula course and move from burnout to bliss in just six weeks or less. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com and schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425 3090577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. 
Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. This morning, we are discussing Psych K and the impact it can have on changing a person's life, whether you are a young child who's suffering, a prisoner in prison, uh, just somebody that's full of stress or overwhelm or dealing with migraines in your life. It doesn't matter. Psych K has proven itself to be a very powerful tool to help people create a life that they love and change their life dramatically. So welcome back, Sandra. I I just, I I love your story and how you used it in your own healing. You've used it in the schools, you've used it in the prison, you teach it all over the world. Um, And I mean, all over the world, she's been almost everywhere. Um, Her stories are, are powerful, but let's continue to talk about how you've taken this magical tool of Psyche, which is life-changing, tied it in with your passion of horses and equine therapy. And tell me a little bit about that, because to me, people who are coming to seek you out, I think learning Psyche and doing a lot of that, but if it's something even deeper, how you bring the horses into this process or how, uh, how you combine the two in your business sure well there's a few different ways around that and one is i i do do uh, training and certification for people that want to learn how to work in the company of horses whether it's in a leadership capacity or therapeutic or learning environment coaching and chiron the horse that i had the riding accident on that we were talking about top of the show a few years ago, this would be 2012, so 10 years ago, he got colic. And for folks that know what that means in the horse world, it's it's terrifying. It's like the C word that we hear in the human condition. And it's very often fatal. It's very painful. And he got colic and it was touch and go for four days. The vet was out. I was doing all the things that I knew how to do. I had all my friends on call helping me. My my husband, my sister and I were walking him because you're not allowed to let them lay down and roll because it, it, their, their guts literally get in and twisted in and not. And the fourth day, I, we were just so tired, all of us. And I thought, I'm going to just take my iPad out and just bring some music and sit out there and be with him. So I did, and I sat down beside him in a chair. I got to sit down while he, I made sure that he was standing. And some music came on, and I just kind of tuned in with myself for a moment, and I realized, oh my goodness, my guts ran a knot. And you know, there had been some, some pretty tough stuff going on in our personal lives at that time. And I and life was busy, and I wasn't taking the time to use the tools that I had in my own toolbox. I wasn't having a self-care, practicing self-care. I wasn't seeking support outside of myself. I was just trying to knuckle through it. So when I took that moment to just sit there, I realized I haven't done my own work. So I sat outside there in the paddock with the iPad, holding onto a lead rope, and just quickly checked in with my own level of stress and certainly it, uh, it tested weak. There, there was definitely subconscious stress going on in my own system. So I used the Psyche process within just a few moments, transformed that level of stress, that intensity into a state of, of peace. And just as I finished the balance 
and please just pardon my language here for a moment, Chiron farted, which is music to our ears when they have colic, because literally their guts are in a knot and nothing's moving. There's no gut sounds, there's no motility, nothing's happening. And then he, he pooped and then he dropped his head and started to eat for the first time in four days. So it was kind of like the acorn, you know, that falls on your head, the, the bonk. And it was like a bonk that said, you know this stuff. You you te and related to the horses, you teach about affect contagion. And and here you are <laughs> not using your own tools and affecting the well-being of the herd of your horses. And so that was when another light bulb went on for me in terms of conscious horsemanship to help the people that work in the field that I do related to the horse work understand how important and powerful the the frequency the energy the thoughts the beliefs the patterns uh, that we bring as a human as a human in the human condition and interface with the animals and it's not just horses it's all of the animals that we share our lives with domestic and uh, and otherwise so that that was really important because now in the basic level teaching folks how what's going on in our own system how it's it's not about the horse and really realistically it rarely ever is there's books written about that uh, you know it's not about the horse people don't want to necessarily look at ourselves in a way like we'd rather throw money at the vet and at the horse and at whatever and and not necessarily do our own work but one of the reasons horses are in our lives is to help show us where we where we're missing the mark and where we're doing beautifully and they again are like a reflection of the subconscious programmings so when i work with people in terms of a leadership capacity or, or therapeutic uh, session out with the horses the horses bring up our limiting beliefs like no one's business because they'll turn around and walk away from the most experienced horsewoman who'll stand there and just feel broken and shattered because she's got all of this expertise, but they're walking away because she's incongruent. She's not dealing with her grief, whatever the story is. And then as soon as she dials into that and touches into that, that authentic place, that centered place, the place of, of truth, truth, the horse will drop its head and lick and chew or turn right into them and bring bring their head into the heart. I have a friend who, uh, this is pre-Psyche, before I knew Psyche, um, who had been diagnosed with testicular cancer and came said, I don't know why I'm supposed to phone you to be with the horses, but it just keeps coming into my head. And I said, well, of course you're very welcome. And at that point, I just lived my life with Grace and Chiron, and Chiron's just a young, young guy at that point. So he came out, we walked out into the paddock, and Chiron, who's normally Mr. Curiouser and Curiouser and has to be involved in everything, didn't even come close. And Grace just beelined right toward him. And she said, he said, she's not stopping, she's not stopping. And I said, that's okay, I'm here with you. He knew nothing about horses. And she stopped right in front of him and dropped her head just to below his belt and started to breathe in like a dragon. She'd breathe in really deeply, her nostrils would flare, and then she'd, she exhaled audibly and forcefully and she did that for about 10 minutes and he said i th i think she must know and i said i think she must know i agree yeah, I and then so. after 10 minutes she dropped her head to the ground exhaled one final time and walked away and a few weeks later uh, my friend contacted me to let me know that he was cancer free so my goodness, you know, if we could say that horses are master psyche facilitators and practitioners in their own right, I would absolutely agree because they're working with helping us figure out where we're misaligned in terms of our beliefs. And also they help us access the really the wisdom in the places that we've been wounded, being able to bring the light and help us find the gifts and the challenges that we're trying to overcome or that we're facing. They will stand alongside us to do that. They will nudge us or kick us in the pants when we need that, and they will stand reverently when we need to just be, you know, letting the tears flow. They are, they are the most benevolent of teachers, healers, friends, and uh, I just can't say enough about them. And... 
I think a message that I want to share with the listeners is that all of this is really, in my mind, whether you believe in energy or not, is an energy thing. The feeling that the lack of um, in your own body, they feel your lack, you, they feel your suffering, they feel your, and they're reading that. And they, and in this case, this Taurus had a dramatic impact on this gentleman. It's mm -hmm. like the dolphins, how the dolphins will surround someone. I swam with the dolphins yeah. when I had early on autoimmune diseases. They loved me. They surrounded me because mm -hmm. they knew I needed them. And it's just oh. amazing how, how they can read your energy and help you. I have a, a shamanic friend who says that horses are land dolphins. Yeah. And uh, many, many years ago, I used to imagine having a program called the equine cetacean combination. So the cetaceans are the whales and the dolphins and uh, seeing the, the horses come into the water and, and being able to bring people out to do that. That hasn't manifested yet, but I'm sure it is somewhere oh, in the world. I love it. Well, the other thing that you said that I really, really loved is how you realized you hadn't taken care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's a old picture I used to have on my wall when I was raising my kids, if mom ain't happy, nobody happy. And basically the message behind that, if you're not doing your own self-love, your own self-nurturing and self-care and building it into every single day, you will impact your entire family. And whether you're a mother, a father, uh, just a sibling in the family, your own self-care, your own self-love is so critical that you are doing things to take care of you, mm -hmm. right? And I found that the more I do daily practice, and I know you do too, and part of that is you're with the horses, but when you do things for self-care, self-love with my meditation, my beings zone steps, when I do that every single day, I stay in good space. And so I'm affecting my family with that versus when I don't do it, there might be squabbles, there might be short words, there might be things that are not as much fun to have in a family. And so really step back and realize it's like the little boy struggling in school and his anger wasn't that he's an angry child by nature, it's that he doesn't have that self-confidence and he had suffered trauma and abuse. He just needed to release that so he could move on and feel confident in, in, in himself and begin to love himself. And that's true with any person out there, no matter what you're suffering from, is when you can begin to heal that and do this self-love, self-care, you can change your life, right? Definitely. In a simple, easy, elegant way. Yeah. So let's talk about the Psych K. Um, Sandra's online. And, and what's the website, Sandra? Mine or the Site K website? Both. <laughs> share, okay. your, share your sites because I want people to be able to go to this, find you, whether they want Site K or equine therapy or both, because you do so much teaching in that, but you also do healing work still, correct? True. Uh, yes, okay. I do. My, my site is chironsway.com. So Chiron, my business is named after the teachings of the Greek centaur, the, the you know, the, the, father of alternative medicine and well-being <laughs> the interface between horse human wisdom and chiron is c-h-i-r-o-n-s chirons way w-a-y or sandrawallen.com will get you there as well and then the psyche website is p-s-y-c-h hyphen k.com psychk.com and the classes are taught all over the world and last year last august the the workshops are became available online so people can learn the level one is called the online level one and two now which actually just happened for the first time this past weekend and the level one my friend connie who is my friend who told me about psyche and is one of my horse sisters she's taken everything related to psyche and she came back and took the level one when it became available even though she's learned that material and similarly uh many years ago and she said i wish that i would have taken this sooner or this had been available sooner and the words she used to describe it <clears throat> because it's really focusing on using the processes with ourselves like Lao Tzu talks about the greatest gift we can give the world is that of our own transformation uh, to be able to know that not just for ourselves but every time we're adapting and up leveling our frequency and our our 
database that that affects the collective consciousness, not just of humanity, but globally and, and universally. She said that the level one workshop is from the from the Christmas Carol, the, the line that goes, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Mm-hmm. I just loved that. And that seems to be the consensus is people are loving learning it for themselves. And then if they're interested in learning more, they can attend the level two or they're going to learn how to be able to work with others at a distance. And then there's an in-person stream as well. So people want to attend the, the workshops in person. They can attend the basic workshop and then go on to either the master facilitation or the advanced and, and then beyond into health and well-being and the divine integration retreat. So there's many opportunities for people to learn at an entry level to be able to use with themselves or if they're interested in supporting and working with others. And the others are not just, I might say, back to the accident with Chiron, he was traumatized by that accident as much as I was. And a lot of times people think, so from the level one perspective, okay, when I transform my own stress and trauma related to the accident, that's going to help him. Certainly that's the case. But he still had his own storyline related to that in his physiology and in his consciousness, his memory. So with the with a process that we teach called surrogation, was now taught in the level two as well as the master and the advanced. At that point, really, it was just the advanced. To be able to, through this quantum link up with another creature, another being, another consciousness, being able to transform the trauma that he had experienced. Because when he first came home from the mountains, it was like we were walking on eggshells around each other. The slightest Mm -hmm. little thing, he'd fly out or get set off, and so would I. Mm -hmm. So I realized there was more for me to do, and also that I needed to see if I could support him and help him as well. I love that. And we're so interrelated when I'm struggling, my dog picks up on it. Mm-hmm. Dogs are very, very intuitive, like a horse. I think the horses, like you said, like a, a land dolphin, they're even more so, and it's such a healing process. Um, so everyone who's out there who wants your life transformed, who want to create the life you love, think about that entry level psyche or see someone to get psyche Mm. help because if you even just change one thing it can change your life and you don't have to be certified you don't have to go all the way through just learning it for yourself is powerful if you want to be able to help your family you might want to go to higher levels or just find a psyche therapist in your area and the psyche.com website would take you to all the different therapists i believe who are available in your area? Is that correct? Yeah, they're psyche, they're psyche preferred facilitators and they're all over the world. And you can find them on the psyche.com homepage. And also most instructors as well offer sessions to their facilitators as well. So if you're interested in in-person sessions, you can look for that in terms of your geography. And then most of them also work at a distance by phone or Zoom or Skype. So, and since I've been through the training, I can tell you it works at a distance. So you don't have to go in and even take that time out of your crazy busy day. So ready to transform your life. This is the thing to do. So Sandra, once again, thank you for being a guest on the show today and sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your stories. It's powerful. It's life-changing. And I just hope we have an influence on just even a few people today Mm -hmm. because it could make a difference. So thank you so much for listening to the love living life. I'm Marla Williams with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Join me next month. I actually am going to have a um, ex-champion bicyclist who ended up crashing at the top of Tour de France and ending up with MS and how she's transformed her life and come back again. And she's an amazing individual who now coaches others and helps them. So I love people that change the world like you do, Sandra. And again, thanks for being here today and we will see you next month. Thank you. Thanks.